There is a beautiful hadith in which Allah's Apostle Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, The Holy Spirit cast into my essence that no soul shall perish until it completes its lifespan and its provision. So fear Allah and seek it beautifully. And don't let the delay of that provision cause you to seek it through disobeying Allah. For what is with Allah cannot be acquired except through obedience to Him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided you with everything. After all your shortcomings, He subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you and blesses you with more and more every day. Allah deserves all the praise and gratitude from you. Not that Allah needs it, for He subhanahu wa ta'ala is above all such needs. But in this too, lies His mercy for us, the creation. If we thank Him more, praise Him more, He subhanahu wa ta'ala promises to bless us more. How can we miss out on such a profitable deal? Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him related that there were three men from Banu Israel. One of them was a leper and the other bald and the third a blind person. Allah wanted to test them. So he sent an angel to them. The angel first went to the leper and asked him, what would you like best? He replied, I would like a nice complexion, beautiful skin, and for the sickness to go away from me, whereby people do not allow me to sit with them and which they hate. The angel passed his hand over the body of that person. He was immediately cured and a nice skin and beautiful complexion appeared. The angel then asked him, what types of wealth do you like the most? He replied, camels. So he gave him a pregnant camel and told him, May Allah give you barakah, blessings in this. The angel then went to the bald person and asked him, What would you like best? He replied, That my hair grows nicely and that the sickness which people dislike goes away from me. The angel passed his hand over his head and he was immediately cured and beautiful hair began to grow. He then asked him, What types of wealth do you like the most? He replied, Cows. So he gave him a pregnant cow and told him, May Allah give you blessings in this. Eventually the angel went to the blind person and asked him, What would you like the most? He replied that Allah gives me back my sight so that I may be able to see everyone. The angel passed his hand over the blind person's eyes and Allah gave him back his sight. The angel then asked him, what type of wealth do you like the most? He replied, goats. So he was given a pregnant goat. The animals of all three delivered their offspring. In a short space of time, the jungle was filled with his camels, his cows and his goats. Thereafter, by the command of Allah, the angel went to the leper 
in his previous form and said to him, I am a poor person. All my provisions from my journey are finished. Today I have no means of reaching home except through Allah and then through your help. In the name of Allah who has blessed you with a nice skin in a beautiful complexion, I ask you for a camel which I could ride and reach my home. He replied, get away from here. I have a lot of other commitments to fulfill. I don't have anything spare which I could give you. The angel said, I think I recognize you. Were you not a leper for which people despised you? Were you not very poor and then Allah blessed you with so much wealth? He replied, what are you talking about? I inherited this wealth from my ancestors. The angel said, if you're lying, may Allah return you as you were before. The angel then went to the bald person in his previous form and asked him the same question. And he also replied in a similar way. So the angel said to him, if you are lying, may Allah return you as you were before. Eventually he went to the blind person in his original form and said to him, I am a traveler and all my provisions are finished. Today I have no means except Allah and then you. In the name of that being who returned you to your eyesight, I ask you for a goat with which I could do my work and complete my journey. He replied, without a doubt, I was blind. It was only out of his mercy that Allah gave me back my eyesight. Take as much as you want and leave behind as much as you want. By Allah, I will not stop you from taking anything. The angel replied, keep your wealth with you. I don't want anything. I only come to test you three. Now the test is over. Allah is pleased with you and displeased with the other two. Bukhari Muslim. Now the lesson, just imagine that because of the ungratefulness of those two, all their bounties were taken away and they were returned to the state they were in previously. Allah became displeased with them and they were doomed both in this world and in the life hereafter. Due to his gratefulness, the third person's bounties remain intact. Allah was pleased with him and he had contentment both in this world and in the hereafter. Many of us will face difficulties in our lives. When we are in this situation, we began to panic and look for ways out. Some bear the situation remaining within the laws of Sharia and with patience make it through. While others fail in this test and take to prohibited means to try to solve their problems. Here are some points we can adhere to when we're facing difficulties. Number one, it is paramount to adopt taqwa, which is to stay away from each and every sin. Remember, what is thought of to be a tough financial situation will differ from person to person. But in these circumstances, it is necessary that we stay compliant with the commands of Allah Ta'ala. Both the do's and don'ts commanded by Allah Ta'ala have to be adopted. Salah, Saum, Zakah, Hajj, and all Fara'id must be performed. Similarly, 
we must refrain from all sinful activities. In return for this adoption of taqwa, Allah Ta'ala has promised that He will see to our needs. Whoever adopts taqwa, Allah brings forth a way out for him and provides him with what he needs from where he doesn't even imagine. And whoever places his trust in Allah, he is sufficient for him. Surely Allah is to accomplish his purpose. If the people of the towns believed and adopted taqwa, we would have opened for them blessings from the heavens and the earth, but they disbelieved. So we seized them because of what they used to earn for themselves. A second point to keep in mind is to make istighfar, meaning seek forgiveness abundantly. A person should look towards his own misdeeds and take them to be the reason for finding himself in the predicament he is in. He should turn to Allah Ta'ala and repent. Sometimes such circumstances are caused by Allah Ta'ala in order to make His servant turn towards Him. Such is the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Pray to your Lord for your forgiveness. Indeed, He is very forgiving and He will cause the heavens to rain upon you in abundance and will help you with riches and children and will cause gardens to grow for you and cause rivers to flow for you. O oh my people, seek forgiveness from your Lord. Then turn to Him in repentance and He will release the heavens pouring upon you and will add strength to your strength and do not turn away like sinners. The Prophet ﷺ has said, He who holds firm to seeking forgiveness Allah will make an exit for him from every tight situation, will grant him relief from every trouble, and will provide for him from where he doesn't even imagine. Another point is to ensure that we keep our transactions free from sin. For this, we must consult the ulama, learn from them in regards to what is halal and what is haram, and act accordingly. Any transaction which is contrary to the teachings of Allah Ta'ala and His Messenger وسلم, will be devoid of barakah, blessings. Therefore, no matter how great the profit or benefit seems, it will soon disappear. The Prophet وسلم, said, The seller and the buyer have the right to keep or return the goods until they part. And if both parties spoke the truth, and describe the goods accurately, then they would be blessed in their transaction. And if they told lies or hid something, then the blessings of their transaction will be lost. Similarly, the Prophet ﷺ also says, taking false oaths improve the sales, but it eradicates the blessings. Read Surah Al-Waqi'ah every night. Uthman عنه, visited Abdullah ibn Mas'ud during the last stages of the latter's life. Uthman عنه, asked him, What is your illness? Abdullah ibn Mas'ud replied, 
my sins. Then he asked him, Is there anything you desire? Abdullah ibn Mas'ud replied, The mercy of my Rabb. Uthman then asked if he would like him to reissue the allowance that was allocated for him during his life that he had refused. Uthman said, Let it be for your daughters, for after your death. Upon this, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud replied, Do you fear poverty upon my daughters after my death? I have instructed them to recite Surah Al-Waqi'ah every night. For I have heard the Prophet say, Whoever recites Surah Al-Waqi'ah every night shall never be afflicted with poverty. Narrated Al-Qurtubi. And finally, we should constantly make dua to Allah Ta'ala for in du'as lies a solution to all our problems. The Prophet ﷺ has said, Indeed, du'a is a benefit for those things that have descended, and also for those things that have not yet descended. O servants of Allah, hold fast to du'a. One important point to ponder upon here is that to be afflicted with financial difficulties is not an everlasting problem. For tomorrow we may be relieved. Either our problem may ease or we may not live for long. Why then do we have so much concern for this temporary issue? If a solution is guaranteed, we will be prepared to do anything. On the other hand, the life of the hereafter is inevitable and definite. But we don't have the same concern. How surprising it is that for something inevitable, we have no concern. Yet that which is uncertain occupies our hearts and minds all the time. Surely, we have set our priorities incorrectly.